0: your last resort with your host me Brandon Lejean aka the shoe comic I'm sorry that my voice sounds like this it kind of sounds like this throughout the whole podcast for some reason I'm losing my voice not really sure why but uh I just want to thank you guys again if you're here listening I really appreciate it if you're new make sure you rate subscribe and follow this is a great episode. It's with my good friend Brendan Bognar, and co- and a quarterbacks coach of Samford football. Uh, I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll admit it's a heavier sports episode, but still some funny moments, some good uh, just some good listening and all that. So I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, here's the episode. Uh, all right, so welcome back to your last resort podcast. I'm here with my uh, one of my good college friends uh coach over at Samford University, Brendan Bognar, one of the co-founders of the Real Bros of Murray. It's uh, it's good to have you on, buddy. It's been a minute.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I'm really excited to be on. It's pretty cool to see uh, what you've done with this and everything. It's uh, an honor to be called the co-founder of such a great uh, friend group and uh, an organization, you, if you will, that we've uh, become. I know. It was kind of cool because
0: like you branded us the real bros of murray from like the real bros of simi valley and it like caught it like caught traction because everyone gives themselves like stupid nicknames every once in a while that but like people were like bro the real bros are having a party like it it literally became our brand which was which was fun that people knew like our friend group is the real bros and hanging out with us and all that
1: yeah that was always pretty funny to see that and no, no one knew why we just knew that just the couple people knew why, going back from the, that funny TV show, Real Bros of Simi Valley, but the rest of the people didn't even know about it, you know?
0: No, yeah, it was it was a good one, though. It wasn't like too douchey of a nickname where we didn't call anything ourselves anything crazy, but uh, I was going to tell everyone about the story of how we met, which, do you remember the, the story? I think I've told you it, right?
1: Yeah, something about the Super Bowl, Patriots, Eagles, something like that.
0: It, dude, it was, yeah, it was like we were hanging out one night on the weekend, and we were just like it was at station and it was in the clubhouse and we're hanging out at station and it was like you and hogan camp and i didn't i like knew kenny and gabe and then i was there with uh kelsey and you guys were like we just started talking and you were like (laughs) you and hogan camp were like hey you're pretty cool you want to be part of our like squad and i was like (laughs) uh sure and you were like all right we're gonna start hanging out now all the time and i was like okay and i was like Oh sick dude, I finally have some friends here that like aren't my roommates and stuff. We were playing beer
1: pong, I remember that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was just funny because it was like uh the way you asked was like it, it was like uh it was like innocent and like comical at the same time. You know, you know what I mean? Innocent sounds like kind of a soft ass word, but it was just you were like, Oh, like this guy's chill, and then yeah, bro, and then we hung out the rest of the two years that I was there. It's pretty sad, like not like because like like for a majority of me living there and like, I'm sure you felt the same cause you bounced around from colleges. Like you have your group of friends at home and they're like always going to be the closest cause you grew up with them. And like for a long time, like it was like, Oh, like I'm c- close with you guys and Murray, but you know, way closer with the guys back home. But by the time that I left Murray, like I was almost as close with you guys as I was them. So it's been super weird that our only form of communication, we had one little zoom call yeah. a while ago and then other than that it's just been like texting different people the group chat and all that stuff it's been it's kind of weird not seeing everyone
1: yeah i agree we definitely need to get a big uh, zoom call together yeah. but i just think there's something to go uh something to say for just like living together you know we've all yeah. lived parents whole life and all of a sudden we're gonna live together and literally grow up together so that's yeah i think that's kind of why we all bonded so much became such good friends really
0: yeah, it's like yeah, it's just weird because like everyone, most people are on their own for the first time, dude. We had, I mean, you you didn't, we didn't live together, but we were at each other's places, yeah, like we, it, one or the other, <laughs> and Poplar and Five Fourteen, and and we do, we had Mots from Germany, Steve from Australia, you from St. Louis, me and AK from California, Gabe from Miami, i um, Preston from from actually from Kentucky. I'm sure I'm forgetting some. Waynesboro, Tennessee. Waynesboro, Tennessee. Waynesboro, Tennessee. I'm gonna
1: hate to hear. Oh, I said that's my bad. He's gonna hate that.
0: I know. My apologies, Preston. Um, all right, dude. So, I want to hear it. I want to hear it from from you because the people want to know: Are you a Patriots fan or are you a Bucks fan now? And well, I need an answer. As you
1: know, as you know, last night the Patriots signed Cam Newton, or two yeah. nights, or whatever it was. I'm fired up. We're gonna go. You notice how I say we're. We're gonna win. Yeah. I'm 100%. I think the Patriots are back on. We're good to go. Um, I'm a Patriots fan till, till the day I die. Okay. I'm going to be keeping an eye out for the Bucs, obviously. You've got to show some love for Tom and Gronk down there. They're definitely going to be my second favorite team. But if, if they met together February 7th in Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, I would I would definitely cheer for the Patriots.
0: Okay, all right, yeah, because I'm going to keep an eye on Chicago because of, you know, Big Dick Nick and all that. But, um, yeah, dude, all right, yeah, because I was curious because, like, I know, like, you post uh, you posted something the other day. Maybe you, po- you posted something, and then I looked at your page, and I saw, like, your post where you have all the your football pictures, like, from yeah. the years, like, our goodbye posts. So, and, like, I was like, damn, he's always been 12. And then that's where I thought of the question. I was like, I wonder... Are you like a Patriots fan or? But now that answers it because I was curious because I got to talk shit to you when they lose still
1: and I got to know who it is. But I don't um, know how much shit you're going to be talking then, man.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know. I think both. I think uh, like I thought the Patriots were not going to be very good with. I liked Stidham in college, but he like I just didn't know like how he was going to translate. But you guys, Cam Newton, dude, he he had a major shoulder injury and a major foot injury, and then he was like playing MVP caliber football, like three, four years ago, so yeah. I think he'll be able to get back, and like, Belichick is so smart, dude, like, you know, it's not like anyone's gonna have to really worry about, like, there being a good-ass playbook and all that.
1: Yeah, he's. I mean, he's the best in the business, him and Josh McDaniels together, so.
0: Yeah, that's solid, yeah, I, um, i have you got me into part of my take finally and i'm glad that i got into it who uh who do you like more big cat or pft
1: oh man i mean that's like asking a kid like a a parent who do you like more like me or my <laughs> sister? i mean they're, they're they're both the best you know I yeah
0: can't. i'm still yeah I'm st- i've only listened to like three episodes now so like i've had a small taste i had to like like go- i had to like google pictures of them and then go yeah. watch it because i'd only been listening so i had to like so I could, because at first I just had no idea who was talking.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've missed an episode in like two and a half years, so I yeah, I, solid. I love them, man.
0: Yeah, I like PFT a lot. I think I like right now. I like PFT a little more than Big Cat, but like, like I said, I've only listened to a few episodes, and I'm excited for that Dungeons and Dragons episode on Wednesday or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's. It kind of that cultures me a little bit with uh, yeah. in the video games a little bit. Yeah, I played Dungeons and Dragons once with like
0: my girlfriend and some of her friends, and I'm gonna be honest, it was one of the worst experiences of my life.
1: Yeah, I it's didn't know what it was. So
0: it's dude, it's like it's like if we got like me, you, Mots, and Steve, and I said, okay, I'm the dungeon master, and then I'm like, you guys are walking through a forest and you're attacked by elves, Bognar. What do you do? And you're like, I use my magic sword, and I'm like, okay, roll it. 11 or higher, and then you roll a 12. And I'm like, oh, you hit them. Good job. They have half health. Now, Mots, what do you do? And he's like, I attack. And I'm like, hey, roll a 8. And he's like, I rolled a 5. And then it's like, Mots, you took 10. To- it's just, it's boring, bro. It's too much imagination. Right? Yeah, no, my thing. I can't do it. It seems like a fun game for, like, 5-year-olds. But, <laughs> um, all right. what? Do I- okay, so this is a new thing. I haven't done it with anyone yet. I told you about it before. But I want to start getting the divisions from like each e like your winner from each division and then i'm gonna do this with any football fan that i uh that i have on here so that i can kind of keep uh like a standings you know so it'll be fun at the end of the year to see out of all the guests because by the time football starts in a couple months i'll have had i'll have at least had a good amount of people answer this question and i'll be able to i'll probably stop taking it during season but uh all right, so I got the list up here, and I'll read you each team just in case you can't think of it off the top of your head. All right, we're going to go yeah. uh, AFC East first. I know you know that division. So AFC East, I'm going to assume you're going to take the Patriots.
1: New England Patriots, locked and loaded. Yeah. that. Uh, Bills are pretty good, though, I'll say that. Bills
0: are good, and I think the Dolphins are going to be better. But like when I, I tell people that, and when I say that, I mean, I think they'll finish 7-9, and nine, which is a very big improvement for the yeah. Dolphins. So, recent years but yeah that one I I would definitely take the Patriots too all right so NFC East that's the Eagles Giants Cowboys Redskins who are you feeling you won't hurt my feelings if you don't pick the Eagles sorry buddy I
1: think uh, Dak and the boys in Dallas are are gonna take on the East this year
0: see I always am gonna take the Eagles but the Cowboys make me nervous every year because I still for the life of me like for the past 3 or 4 years cuz I I don't I don't do you think Dak is a bad quarterback like he gets the rap to be?
1: No, I think he's a good quarterback.
0: I think he's good. I think he could I don't be think top he's great. 10. I think he's good. I think he's like a like a number, like number 10 through like 12 yeah. in the league like around there.
1: And he's like a, that tier 3 guy. He's not the top and yeah. he's not like the next best, but but he's a yeah. he's a franchise guy in my opinion.
0: No, and they and they have uh, I mean they let go of Robert Quinn, but they got it. I forgot who else they got, but they have Lawrence. They have a dominant D line. They have Van Der Esch, good line. Their O line's arguably one of the best in the league. They have one of the one of a top three running back in the league. Every year I expect them to go twelve and four and dominate the Eagles and they somehow lose to a team of practice squad receivers.
1: Yeah. We'll see. it will be interesting. I'm nervous. I'm East nervous about
0: McCarthy. McCarthy's gonna I think is gonna help him a lot more than Jason Garrett did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, AFC North, which is Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers.
1: Ravens. I think it yeah. done. I that he's a stud.
0: I really like him too. And I don't see like I mean Burrow's gonna be good, but they're still I think years away from yeah, being competitive. Yeah. And Browns I don't I don't know what what's wrong one of those man. Yeah. No. <laughs> And the Steelers maybe Ben will be I think back. I
1: Steelers can make some noise and potentially get in the playoffs. That defense is really good. Make it Fitzpatrick on the on the back playing free safety and then of course uh Big Ben's back. Although Depthports Duck Hodges did a good job last year.
0: Yeah, and, and like, like his his elbow is going to be rested, no soreness, no late night excursions with himself. Um yeah. all right, NFC North, which is Bears, Lions, Packers and the Minnesota Vikings.
1: This is probably this is a tough one but I think the this Vikings. This is a tough one. I think You're the Vi- go Vikings. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. I mean the Packers the Packers are obviously really good but I think the Vikings just play really good on kind of all three phases of the of uh, the game. Yeah. The
0: Packers like had like the most quiet like tw- they were 12 and 4 last year, right? Yeah. they had yeah. the most quiet 12 and 4 season I've ever heard of. Yeah. Like no no one really gave them respect and I I don't know they just I, they were they were like they just super quietly rogers is up there with throwing to no receivers like no no number i mean Devontae adams, adams. adams
1: that's that's really it you know yeah
0: okay uh nfc south we got falcons panthers new orleans saints and tampa bay buccaneers another tough division
1: tampa brady Yeah, that one's going to be a
0: fun division to watch because I think the Bucs had the best passing offense with Jameis Winston and had the best run defense last year.
1: A good front seven, man.
0: Yeah, Shaquille Barrett is really, really good. Okay.
1: um, Oh, shit, I wrote that in
0: the wrong one. My bad. Let's go AFC South, which is Texans, Colts, Jaguars, and Titans.
1: Yeah, this is a a tough one. I think the Colts, though. I think Phil Rivers is going to kind of – Turn some heads this year, I think. I think it will be pretty close, though, with Tennessee. And, I've, I've, obviously, the Texans are really good, too. It will be a close one.
0: Yeah, that's going to be – I just – I don't know why Bill O'Brien is the, the coach and GM over there. That's got to be one of the worst moves in football history.
1: It's tough. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson's a – once-in-a-generation player, in my opinion. So. Yeah,
0: so they gave away a top-three receiver so that he could throw to no one with his horrible O-line. But uh, Brandon Cooks,
1: though. They picked up Brandon Cooks. Yeah, that's true. Think, I do think Phil Rivers is going to get it done. I think uh, that O-line, they're going to be able to run the ball pretty well over there in Indy and throw it deep to T.Y. when they need it.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, AFC West. We got Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers.
1: Kansas City. Yeah. Okay. I think
0: that was arguably one of the easier divisions. Raiders haven't won the division since 2004. Chargers are going to be starting a rookie. and I mean, the Broncos actually are probably going to give them the best run for their money, but the Chiefs are the defending Super Bowl champs.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, NFC West, we got Cardinals, our boy Drew, uh, Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks.
1: I think this division could have three playoff teams. Mm -hmm. I think, I think the Cardinals could make a ton of noise. Yeah, I agree. I think think they're going to kind of be the, uh, the head Turner. Everyone's surprised by them. Um, I don't think they're going to win the division though. I, I think it's going to come down to like a week 16, week 17 game between Seattle and 40 and the 49ers. But I think, I think Russell Wilson's going to get it done. They're going to win the division, but I think, I think the 49ers and Arizona will be in the playoffs. I think, what cliff kingsbury's got going in arizona i think they're going to put up a ton of points um obviously bringing in deandre hopkins and then obviously they got they got probably the one of the best backups in all of in all the nfl obviously with drew anderson you know (laughs) yeah boy drew superstar in the making you know he's going to give kyler a run for his money this year i believe yeah we'll see what happens uh come week one you know
0: yeah i'm really hoping he stays with the team for the year because i uh and and the coronavirus calms down a little because I have tickets to see the Eagles in Arizona like late December, oh. like December. I think it's like 20th. So hopefully I can get out there, see the game, and catch up with him again because last time I saw him was in Arizona when I was
1: driving home from Kentucky. So
0: yeah. same with him. It's been, yeah, it's I, think, been I think
1: he'll do it for sure. I mean, I believe in him. I think he'll make it I 100% believe in him. I think he's definitely – I don't think there's – 60 people in the world that can throw a football as good as him so yeah he
0: was uh he was it was it was really cool to be able to like play with him and watch even though i'm not an offensive guy i'm a defensive guy just to watch to that way that we got to watch him play he's he's a really good yeah second to, second to you though of course he'll always <laughs> he'll be always be my number one right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right so Oh yeah, I'll keep you updated with that on how that goes. Obviously that'll be like a thing in January and if yeah. you're tied with someone, I'll have you guys do like a playoff bracket, like seating or something like that. Um all right. So I wanted to talk to you cuz for those of you who don't know uh Bren, I played football college football with Brendan at uh Brendan Bognar. At, it's weird calling you Brendan. It like slips <laughs> out occasionally and it like I thought I I was like did I just call him the wrong name like for half a second? But uh what was it what was i gonna say damn ct has me losing my train of thought you played
1: football with me i played
0: yes i played football with you we were friends and then now you coach at samford which is in what state alabama. is that alabama so tell, yeah. just tell everyone real quick like what you do there and then i'll ask you some more questions
1: yeah so i'm the quarterbacks coach at uh samford um me and the head coach kind of run the, uh, run the room together. It's a really good opportunity for me to work with, uh, a really great, uh, head coach, Chris Hatcher. Um, he's historically, I mean, he's, he's, they put up a lot of points everywhere he goes. He's put a lot of players in the NFL. Um, so it's a really good mentor for me to kind of be in the same room, um, as, and learn from, um, how I got there. Um, so uh, coach Hatcher coach at Murray state before I got there. So there was kind of a connection. And then my coach, um, Mitch Stewart, he was, uh, he was, he, he played for coach Hatcher at Valdosta state, um, years before and then was on his staff at Murray state. Then he became the head coach. Um, and then coach Stewart went down to Sanford and then, uh, kind of gave me a good recommendation. And, um, now I'm, now I'm down there moving, uh, moving Sunday. So I'm really excited. I really appreciate, uh, coach Stewart and uh the rest of the people that kind of helped me with get this opportunity
0: yeah dude that's yeah that's awesome uh, i genuinely mean it i was like super super happy for you when you got the job because i would kind of shoot you texts every once in a while i didn't want to bombard you because it's almost uh it's almost like you went back into that horrible recruiting process that goes on when you're a college athlete when you get out of high school where you're just like or or junior college or whatever where you're just like I need a home. I want a home. And you're checking your phone every day, emailing people. And and as the days go on, you're just like some days you're like, no, it's going to be OK. And others, you're like, it isn't going to be OK. And I remember I, so I would text you every once in a while and you were kind of giving me deadline dates. And it was getting later and later. And I was like, you know, I was really I was really excited when I heard that you landed somewhere and that you I mean, you got the quarterback. That's a dude. You're starting in a great spot instead of being like a analytics G.A. You know, who your only job is to, like, break down and write, you know, scout cards. Yeah, yeah. I, still,
1: I still do some of that stuff. I do a lot of it. But yeah. I mean, you definitely got to um, get your foot in the door somewhere and uh, start from the bottom, kind of. So I'm I'm really excited for what I'm uh, getting to do now.
0: Yeah. When uh, when did you realize you wanted to be a coach? Was there a point or that you can remember or no?
1: Yeah. I mean – my sophomore year in high school. So I always loved basketball. I I had like the hoop dreams. I had basketball basketball, and football. I was just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to play it until like my sophomore year of high school. I I started going to a place, um, called elite football academy. And I just, um, that's where I like trained in high school and all that. But I really like, uh, had a good relationship with the coaches there and they really kind of brought me to really liking football. Um, Mm -hmm. and then my senior year of high school, um, So, like, that's what brought me to, like, like football a lot more and kind of take it more seriously. And then my senior year of high school, um, that's when I kind of, like, started understanding, like, past concepts and everything. And I was like, wow, this this is pretty cool uh, to see how everything kind of goes together. And my high school head coach did, like, a um, really good job of kind of, like, bringing me under his wing and, like, just teaching me football just because I I didn't really know. I mean, I, I knew a decent amount, but I didn't know as much as I would like to. And he really helped me understand the game better. Um, and then, um, once I got to Murray state, um, my, my sophomore year, um, I started doing like quarterback training and stuff like that. And I, I, there was a specific moment where, um, I was like, wow, this is, this is really cool. Um, I was training a kid and I could just tell like, like like a, a switch had flipped, um, and in the kid's head, and, like, I could tell he just got a lot better, and I thought that was, like, the coolest feeling I've ever had. I yeah. literally, I called my mom after that. I was like, Mom, I'm going to coach football. That's <laughs> awesome. She she told, she reminded me of that story the other day, so, I mean, there was a kind of an, an exact moment, and it was, it's a pretty cool feeling, just helping kids and seeing that, that light turn on in their head.
0: Yeah, it's always a cool moment when, like, when, when, whatever your passion is, uh, when you have that moment where you realize that, it's what you want to do and you're going to put your full effort into it because it's it's always nice to have a a purpose in life me and erica were talking about that on last episode that we felt like a lot of people get married really really early like you know the people used to get married at like 21 because they don't have that next like year you know you're trying to be you know the best coach ever i'm trying to be you know a huge touring comic so we have these goals that we're chasing where i feel we're saying sometimes people kind of get done with college and they don't really have, like, the next step. So they're like, well, yeah. I've always been taught to get married. And people yeah. just settle down fast as shit. That's yeah. a long topic. but
1: They kind of uh, they always say the two most important days in your life is the day you're born and then the, the day you figure out why you were born. You
0: know? Wow. I've never heard that. I like that. I'm going to get that tattooed on my ass or something. Next <laughs> to the Real Bros tattoo we're going to get on that uh, 2021 yeah. cruise.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to
0: sneak like a little tattoo gun on and just write rbm on everyone when they're passed out that'll be the, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the plan i'm hoping that happens i think i'm all in yeah i i'll i'll be there you know barring like w- not being able to get off work or something but like it's we have it so far planned in advance there's no reason that we can't all request it off make it happen cruises aren't that expensive and as long as i don't i don't imagine by 2021 20, may you know knock on wood that we're still gonna be wearing masks and stuck inside every day. Yeah. Is it a? There we is go. it? How, what's it like over there? Because where I'm in a far more, I'm in a bigger and way more like liberal state than, than yours. Then like you know, it's just they're two completely different places. So yeah. is everyone still wearing masks? What's it like out there?
1: Uh, not. There's not that many people wearing masks. It just depends where you go. Like if you're yeah. in, if and like it, the old people are not that really. Not many people besides that are really. I mean, in the grocery stores, depends. Like at Costco, they're still making you, but yeah. like you go to like a local grocery store, no one really does or anything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're like required to wear them. The beaches are shut down for Fourth of July out here to stop yeah. people from going and stuff. So it's, uh, it's kind of a shit show. <laughs> shit yeah. show. Here, it's, it's not been the best. But, uh, so, um, I wanted to talk to you two more about the coaching stuff. Do you have uh, like an ultimate goal? I, I know we've talked about it before personally, but for, you know, people listening to get to know you and stuff, is there, is it a college head coach, an NFL head coach, an NFL coordinator? You know, what, what is the, uh, what's like the dream job for you?
1: Um, right now, mm-hmm. as a 23 year old, my, my dream would be to be a head coach in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, obviously as I get into it and I get more experience, the dream could change. Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, that's right now it would be an NFL head coach. I mean, there's, there's certain college jobs that if I don't think I could ever turn down also, like if, if that would ever yeah. like head coaching jobs there, but obviously that's a long way down the road. And I really have to put myself in um, the si- situation to actually be potentially hired for that. And that's a long ways off, but um, that that's, the nfl or i mean there's places close to home that i couldn't turn down you know
0: no i know exactly what you mean and i know you can't say it because who knows if you like took a job to the rival school in 10 years they'll <laughs> pull this up and be like look what he said 10 years ago and they'll try to yeah. cancel your ass or some yeah, exactly. shit like that um all right so uh i was gonna say what was i gonna talk about next uh the st louis trip so That's probably one of my favorite memories with us. Uh, You know, we won't discuss every bit of it, but uh, (laughs) but we, uh, for those who don't know, we, and Murray is like three and a half hours from St. Louis. And so we went into St. Louis during the summer. The Angels, you know, I'm an Angels fan, uh, were playing in St. Louis for the first time in what? Almost 10 years, right?
1: Yeah, they, yeah, that was the first time.
0: Yeah, because it was Albert Pujol's return to St. Louis. So it was a big thing. I remember It was weird because I was like wearing enemy colors in the, but like people were more just like they didn't care. It was like it was like a it was like a fun game because Albert Pujols was back and we went we hung out at Ballpark Village and we got we got into the game and we actually got to witness Albert Pujols' uh, first home run back in it's Bush Stadium, right? Yeah, in Bush Stadium in ten years, which that was I can't believe that we uh, that we got to witness that.
1: that was that was was really cool for me to see just because i mean i grew up when he was he was king you know he was yeah he was like the babe ruth of our air and i was shoot right down the road from him you know that was he was my hero growing up and it was really cool to see him back there i got chills thinking about it right now and then when he hit that home run man we're i almost had a almost shed a couple tears you know yeah dude it was like like
0: uh like st louis fans were high fiving me and stuff like this is weird and everyone it was just it was super cool uh, and it's funny cool saying,
1: to, to see, a, a, a opposite opposing player, get a standing ovation, you know, I, I know. think oh, it was so the Cardinals wild. fans are the best, best of baseball, I think.
0: Yeah. Cause they definitely could have been mad that they, uh, that he left after that. Cause you said, I remember you told me that they announced that he was leaving over the loudspeaker at your school, right? I
1: mean, yeah. That's,
0: that's crazy.
1: That's not, uh, like it was a huge deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was kind of emotional. It was uh, it was like a piece of St. Louis had left and that was, you know, St. Louis was home. So yeah, it's like something yeah. just kind of left that you've seen your whole life.
0: Yeah. Now I'm just waiting for that contract to expire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we definitely got the, the better half of the career.
0: Yeah. He still had, you know, it's not, he hasn't been terrible. He's been an average MLB player since we got like one or two good years, but it, uh I'm just glad that baseball's back, dude. Tomorrow, it's June 30th right now. When this comes out, it will be July 1st and will officially be in the month that sports return, which I can't wait. Dude, I'm so tired of not being able to. I watched like a 1990s Lakers game the other day. I was so bored.
1: That's. I've been doing the same. I think I've watched almost every single Patriots game since Tom Brady became a Patriot. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I don't know. That's all I've been doing. You know I'm just obsessed. No, about- yeah that's all i've been doing man i'm getting sick if i want some live sports i feel you especially
0: because like for for both for both of like our professions what we do it's like you can't just do like this shut it down you can't go coach players we can't be around people there's no comedy shows there's no sports going on like there's no live shows for me to go see there's nothing so for both of us it's kind of weird because we kind of just it seemed like we'd both gotten into the groove of things and they kind of just shut down our 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 main focus yeah. in life and we just had to kind of adapt with other stuff
1: yeah it's hard for you too because like you can't really talk about there's not that many like current events going on. i mean there obviously is like mass. no
0: like yeah
1: it's not there's there's only like two things going on other than that there's nothing like there's really no sporting news or like you can't really talk about that much stuff in comedy too you can't really create new content
0: yeah that's the thing too like i i've written very few jokes in this i've been making some skits and stuff because you can i can do that at home but i can't like there's no point in writing jokes earlier i've started recently because there's a few places that are starting back up soon and i'll be able to try out material but it was like well, I write a joke. Like, if I wrote a joke in March when the quarantine started, uh, it would have been three months since I wrote it. And I can't tell it to anyone. And I promised myself I wasn't going to do a, a Zoom comedy show. That <laughs> shit's just sad. Like, because, cause like, okay, so imagine if you're my crowd. What happens if, like, your mom walks in and she's like, Brendan, dinner's ready? Like, in the middle of my joke, or your, or Brady starts barking, <laughs> or, or the worst are the Instagram live. Like, what those ones. I, the, I,
1: what the the people watching are saying either that you
0: exactly have- am i supposed to like be like so what's the deal with airplane food and i see like a haha typed and some hearts go up and shit and that's supposed mm-hmm. to make me excited I, yeah i couldn't do it but i was supposed to do one tomorrow as long as it's still on so hopefully i can i'll be the first time back on stage in like almost four months dude it's been a while i'm gonna eat shit. Go. it's gonna be it's gonna be bad it's not gonna be it'll be fun to be back on but it's going to be, I'm going to be so rusty. It's going to be so bad. Hey man, got to start back up sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's move in. This is a reoccurring segment. It's what you've been listening to and what you've been watching. So I'll go first in case you need a second to think about it, but basically it's just put people onto movies or shows or any music that you discovered. And, you know, I just like to do it, especially during quarantine so people can pick up more content. But for me, I didn't, uh watch a lot of movies this weekend i was in vegas with my friends we got like an airbnb out in the desert away from the strip so uh watching i'm watching the eric andre show but i talked about that last week and he put out a new special and i watched that so i've been kind of lacking on what to watch i don't have any new movie suggestions for anyone and honestly same with music like it just with everyone playing the same music i'll see if i downloaded anything new but well, I haven't been listening. This is the worst. Uh, what have I been listening to I've been doing? But I was just, I was partying all weekend. So I don't really have anything to hype up except alcohol. I, I can recommend that to anyone. Uh, uh, what about you, buddy?
1: Um, nothing new, really. Um, like new stuff that's came out. I always, I'm, I listen to country music. I've been on a big Riley Green kick. Um, I would, if you like country, I highly recommend him. He's pretty good um movies wise i haven't seen anything like new or anything um i i watched uh like all the hunger game that series i watched that uh last week so that was kind of good i haven't seen all that stuff in a while i love that love yeah. that uh, series um i watched uh the thing on 30 for 30 the mark McGuire and sammy sosa um oh i need mark, to watch that it's it's pretty cool i don't it it's a a lot of like st louis stuff so it was, it kind of like hit home for me so i don't yeah. know I don't know how it, how it, it would really uh, – how you would feel about it, but, I mean, I, I really liked it just because yeah. I kind of grew up in that era.
0: Yeah, I grew was, up –
1: yeah,
0: yeah, like how you were a basketball guy growing up and all that. I was a baseball guy yeah. until high school, kind of like around my sophomore year. I switched to pretty much a football guy, but uh, I'll have to check that out because I'm always looking for new stuff to watch. And, yeah, it's good. There's so much, hopefully, you know, things are starting to go more back to normal, but there's still so much free time to watch stuff. And I also play like a ton of video games, like <laughs> so much video games. Yeah. I know you're not, a, you're not a big video game guy, huh?
1: No, nah, not really. I'll play Madden. I'll play Madden. Yeah. And, and if I'm lucky, one of my friends will have like NCAA and I'll get to kind of do a little throwback for a little bit. But that's really it. It's about yeah. all the video games I do. I undug my old PS2.
0: And I found Arena Football 04. Wow. They, I've been playing some Arena Football with uh, – they. you can play with Kurt Warner. And then I have no idea who anyone else is in the entire league. Yeah.
1: So, it's but a pretty – it's fun. I want it's another fun. another Saint guy from uh, – who kind of took St. Louis over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big. Superstar, man, legend here.
0: You missed the, uh, the Rams being in town or – uh, how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, I mean – I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah, I understand it's a it's a business. So Stan yeah. probably, he tripled his business overnight. But I mean, it sucks that they're not here. Uh, I think eventually pro football will be back in St. Louis, and and it hopefully it will never leave. Yeah.
0: What uh? Did you ever see a Battle Hawks game before that shutdown or no?
1: No. I I was because uh, I was in Mississippi then. I was, oh yeah
0: yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think there was there was like. I think three or four home games. were doing pretty good. They would, they would uh, have a ton of fans there. There was a big following. Know. So I think they kind of just proved that they can definitely uh, have St. Louis uh, with the pro football team again.
0: Yeah, they yeah they they proved that. Like there's been there was a couple teams in the AAF and the XFL that had decent fan followings, which you know it means that we should like that that um, you know we could have more NFL teams or a minor league team. Yeah, it could work if you put right. in like the Wildcats. Attendance was terrible, but dude, there's so much stuff to do in LA. No one's gonna go watch a, a minor league football game. It's just we not. Need to put
1: it in Oklahoma City, or they yeah. don't need another team in LA.
0: Anaheim so, would be like. Maybe right I'm right a little right bitter
1: that they, the Rams went to LA, but.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. Because <laughs> even even when the the fleet were down in San Diego, yeah, they they had decent attendance because they missed having a football team down there. So,
1: 100%, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, so we're going to go into, I got two would you rathers for you. Uh, The first one, oh, my bad. The first one is, would you rather have skin color that changes based on your emotions or tattoos that appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? So basically, (laughs) like, it's basically saying you're either, like, you're angry and you're going to turn red and you're jealous and you'll turn... Purple. I don't know. I don't know what colors. And you'll be like a mood, a walking mood ring. Or, you know, you'll wake up and you'll have, like, I ate fried chicken, alcohol bender, watched TV for four hours. Like, just random ass stuff that says what you did all over your body. You. I think... So, here was my reason. Here's what I thought at first. So, at first, I was like, do the skin, the skin changing. Because... It like the tattoos, you could get yourself into some trouble. Like with in many situations. Like if you've ever if you're ever lying about where you were or something you did, it kind of exposes it. But then I was thinking you could just like I don't okay, here's the thing that sucks. The colors would make you so weird. You wouldn't no one would talk to you in public. You couldn't have
1: friends. <laughs>
0: you couldn't have friends. Like you would have to be something that you got diagnosed with right now, and you're like, hey guys, just so you know. change colors with my emotions and then we could be like okay we'll learn to accept them and then we can figure out easier i guess but uh the tattoos at least you could just like the only thing that would be weird is just like explaining to people you reoccurringly meet what the tattoos are but then i also think that if you were (laughs) Like I think of if someone was an unfaithful person, like you come home and your girlfriend's like, what's that on your arm? And it just says cheated. Like <laughs> the, It could get you caught up. But I think I would go with the tattoos because like, the color, you were like not socially acceptable. And the tattoos, you just have to be like an honest person with the important people in your life. And then everyone else they're like, oh, what's that tattoo? And it's like, it's like, you know, like Bender. And you're like, oh, I like to party. But it's just like, oh, I went out last night or so, something like that.
1: Yeah. I would say, I would say the tattoos too. And and also it would almost make you like be a better person because you don't want, you don't want people to be seeing like what you did last night. If you're going crazy all the time, you know what I mean? So it'd be like, Hey, I went to church today. Like that could help out out in that, uh, in that regard.
0: That's, I didn't even think of that. That got me thinking about like little stuff, like, especially if they went up on your neck and stuff, like what if on your neck, it just said like, didn't wash his hands after he peed yeah.
1: like <laughs> nowadays nowadays you might get killed for that
0: <laughs> yeah for real yeah exactly so yeah i think tattoos these are both terrible lives but tattoos is definitely the one i'm yeah. gonna and just be a saintly person okay yeah. this is an i one of so this is another would you rather and one of these i talk i've talked about a lot with people and i feel like maybe with you but would you rather be able to read a book and like comprehend it in an hour or watch and enjoy a movie in one minute? So, the movie thing is something that I've always been like, like, we've been hanging out. I used to say at the Mott's all the time, it'd be like 11. You'd be like, you want to watch like Pirates of the Caribbean? I'd be like, bro, we got to be up early. And we were like, what if we could just watch and enjoy it in like five minutes?
1: That would be sick.
0: But yeah, so that's the would you rather. That so, sounds but, like
1: a Mott's thought right there.
0: Yeah, it might have been Mott's original thought, or like our brainchild we created
1: together. Yeah. But yeah,
0: um, I like the book is cool because, like, okay, from like a very basic standpoint, I watch way more movies than I do books. Um, and I and so I feel like it might be more reasonable. But the thing is, is if you do the books, you could start getting into books, and I feel like you could become so smart. Like, imagine if you could pick up. And read the dictionary in an hour, or you could pick up like Socrates' work and you just like, or you pick up a a playbook and read it and memorize it in an hour, or read, you know, a book from John Wooden about like any just any books you could put, you could become one of the most knowledgeable people on the planet with just an hour of your time a day. But I do like watching movies. So (laughs) Um, I I guess, I guess like I want to say the movies because that's. Cause I told you I've already, I've thought about this for so many hours, (laughs) but, but, uh, I, the book, I could become so smart and so educated and well-read. So I guess, I guess I would go, I reluctantly, I would choose books.
1: See, I a hundred percent would say books. I'm all in on the books. Oh, are you? book? I don't really read that much right now, but I know like, like, I don't know. You could have a much, there's a much higher upside, uh, if to, to uh, learning all the books compared to movies. Because, I mean, there's That's so true. And every, every like, movie is a book before it, too, you know?
0: That's true. That's a very simpleton view of me. I was like, I, was like, I like movies. Yeah. I watch <laughs> movies in five minutes. And it's like, well, you could be a genius. So, yeah, dude. Um, All right, so we're coming to the end here. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about? Because if not, this is the part where I would have you... Plug something if you like had if you were like a comedian or if you were like hey watch our games but nothing's really happening in the world so is there any topics you wanted to maybe talk
1: about Uh, how do you think the eagles are going to do
0: they make me nervous so what makes me nervous is not carson because carson played every game except when he was cheap-shotted by Jadavion Clowney, who should have been suspended and kicked out of the league and never allowed back in. But it's cool. He didn't get a flag. But, I mean, I I have to imagine, like, I look at it, Carson threw for 4,000 yards, the first Eagles quarterback to ever do that. He played with practice squad guys. Ertz was getting double-teamed all season because he was throwing to uh, Robert Davis and Greg Ward and Perkins and... All these guys. And yeah. Miles Sanders is coming into a year off a great year. Boston Scott was good last year. Yeah, he's, um,
1: he's cool I, with the down scat back.
0: Yeah, I think their D-line got better with Hargrave because I think Barnett hopefully will be better. He's Barnett's been good, but he's never lived up to a, a first-round pick yet. Graham's solid. I really worry about their linebackers. Then Barnett, really
1: wasn't he the one who picked up the fumble? He was. That's big. But I ripped like, my heart out. Even he, yeah. he, all he did was pick it up, but I still will always remember him. You know.
0: Yeah, but he just like like numbers wise, he's hasn't put up big sacks. He's been hurt, but and I'm what I'm excited about is their secondary got better. I just were I just don't know. Like I've seen so many times the Eagles sign Namdi Uh What was that corner from Seattle, Corey Williams, or whatever. Uh, all these guys that they sign, these guys who come, the only person that they've signed that's ever, that was good, that stayed good was Asante Samuel. Otherwise.
1: From New England. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, I knew you would know. Otherwise, I just, so many times they've picked up these guys who are so good and then just come here and eat shit. Like yeah. DeMarco Murray on all sides of the ball. So, I don't know. I think they'll be good. Again, we talked about it earlier. The Cowboys worry me. Because I think the Cowboys can so easily be a 12-4 and 4 team. Yeah. Um, I think realistically the Eagles go ten and six. I think that was if I if I had to be a betting man and put money on it, I would go ten and six. And I have no idea if they would win the division because I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys finished twelve and four.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see with them too what uh, Doug Peterson does with Jalen Hurts to see if we if he's has any packages out there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a talented per he's a really talented athlete.
0: Yeah, I think he can <laughs> help. I just yeah, I just don't want it to become where like it it can become a distraction and when like uh, a drive killer. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just saying if it's like fourth and
1: an inch, yeah, let's sure, just give it to Jalen and run QB power. Like,
0: yeah, exactly. I and and I have to be a little excited about him because while I you know I said Carson only got hurt on that cheap shot, he has gotten hurt a lot. So to have a you know at least Hurts is a is a promising rookie, but. I still never understood why we used a second-round pick on him when there was a lot of other positions they needed.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm sure there's yeah. a reason, though. <laughs> there's a reason that we don't know yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the Eagles have fast receivers, which is good now. But, I mean, Deshaun hasn't played a complete season in a while. Goodwin hasn't either. I have no idea what Rager will be. All Sean's going to miss several games yeah. before he's back. So, <laughs> Yeah, so it's just, while they got better at receiver – i also wouldn't be surprised if week eight we're like talking about football and you're like yeah so what's going on I'd be like yeah all the eagles receivers are hurt and he's throwing to greg ward and nobody's again so you know i like greg ward but it, that i could see that being a thing week five and just being like Oh, not again yeah are we uh are we gonna do a fantasy league again this can you play fantasy football for money now
1: uh, I, I don't know. I'm not going to though. I, I don't know the rule to that. I'm not going to have time though too. Yeah,
0: so, that makes sense. I'm not gonna be able
1: like Sundays are Sundays are like the biggest work days for college coaches just cause oh, yeah. you gotta, I mean, as you know, you gotta have pretty much your whole game plan in by Monday morning, just cause you, you gotta be able to practice, <coughs> you gotta have a good, uh, four or five days of practice before, uh, you get on the road or have, a uh, that Friday walkthrough. So, um, Sunday's Sunday's gonna be a grind. I don't know how much football I'm gonna be able to watch.
0: That's true. Damn. Yeah. Well, buddy, it was good catching up with you. I'm excited. I told myself I'd probably never watch an FCS game again, but I definitely <laughs> will watch Sanford a few times. Way yeah. before I ever watch Murray play again. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, but I'm <laughs> oh, excited shit. to watch. See how it does. You know, I'll be texting you if your quarterback throws for a hundred yards. I'm gonna text you what the fuck happened. I'm gonna give you shit because we're friends. But uh, yeah, it was good catching up. Let's get this Zoom call set up too soon with the real bros. Maybe this this weekend, maybe Friday night. Saturday's 4th of July, so we're going to be out drinking and stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, I'll put your Instagram in there so people can, you know, follow your page if they want to keep up with your coaching journey. And, you know, everyone, if you want, watch Samford football this year. And, uh, yeah, man, I hope everything goes well. I'm super – again, I'm super, super happy for you,
1: dude. I appreciate that. I'm Shit, I'm happy for you too, man. You're You're freaking living it out here. Yeah, got your podcast, got your own stand-up comedy. I know it's nice. It's we. I was weird
0: because I wanted to do it. Uh, like the mo. I know we just were saying we're ending it, but I wanted to do it. I knew I wanted to do it for a while in Murray, but I didn't want to tell anyone because I mean, like at first when you're like you, I want to be a stand-up. Like everyone's gonna be like. What? Like, and then I just, it was just something I wasn't... got a bunch of crap if you would have said that back in the day. That's exactly why. I, I was like, I mentally no can't take... Be.
1: No matter what you would have said, we would have gave you crap for it just because, <laughs> just give each other shit all the time.
0: Exactly. And I was like, you know what? It's better... I'll wait till I'll wait till I'm home where they can't eat me alive and then yeah. I'll send them a clip when I finally have a good set so that I can like it. like, Oh, okay. So he's not just up there telling knock knock jokes and eating shit and then <laughs> actually gain some respect. But uh all right, well again, thank you guys for listening to your last resort podcast. Thank you for making us your last resort.
1: Yeah. Check it out now, it's like this shawl, it's like that Anna, it's like this shawl, it's like that Anna, like that, check it out now, check it out, it, uh, This one right here is about a girl, and you've seen this girl before if you've been to any club in the whole wide world. Check it out,
0: her nickname's Last Resort, see her in the corner with a plastic fork, You see her at the side of your eyes, only girl in the club.